it's time for you all to wake up and shift your paradigm. This world is the kingdom of darkness and we are living in its last days. It won't be long before the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. The heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat and the earth and everything therein shall be burnt up. The Luciferian elite have been setting up the new world order and now they've established the globalist beast system for the rise of that wicked one and revealing of the man of sin who comes after the workings of Satan. Don't take my word for it. Read the Bible and you'll know that perilous times shall come in the last days and we are in the last days. sisters and welcome to another edition of the remnant report i am your host the remnant warrior and tonight i've got my special guest host and fellow member of the kingdom productions network brother john bryson with us and i am very happy to have him and I'm going to let him say a few words, and then we will introduce our guest for tonight. Pastor Anderson, it's glad to be on here, brother, in the Remnant Report. And tonight we got a very special episode for everybody listening out there. And um, it's going to probably challenge some paradigms. Uh, but these uh, paradigms need to be broken uh, for the Lord, and truth needs to be uh Put out there because we are entering into some perilous times, possibly, maybe even the tribulation. Um, if uh, you know what we're going to discuss tonight, the possibility of it is 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 true, and it does look like likely that it probably is. So, definitely could be tonight. Our program is actually going to be on a subject that may um, hurt a few feelings, step on some toes, but I just want to ask that before you make judgment that you listen to the evidence that we present here tonight and 
try if you can to listen to the entire episode before making any decisions tonight we've got sister laura with us from magical mystery church on youtube which if you aren't familiar with her channel i'm gonna um let her kind of give some background on it and i'll probably if not in the show notes i'll definitely link the description to her channel like all of her um links in the comments but probably the show notes because a lot of times the the q a and the comments are tricky on the network so we've got sister laura and i want to make sure i'm pronouncing this right shrocky laura yeah. shrocky all right and we've also got brother brett ward who is a longtime friend and brother in christ who i value his opinion and i know brother john does as well and although sister laura's doesn't has not met him before tonight i believe with all my heart that before tonight's over with that she will as well and i think that with the group of brothers and sisters we have tonight it's really going to be a very good program laura you want to uh go first in telling everyone a little about yourself okay um I am a Christian and I have been saved since I was 20 years old and I'm 58. And I was always in the, um, you know, conservative mindset and everything. Uh, in 2020, I started to realize some things were um, not right. And listening to John Brisson and some other people, I also found out that um, a lot of the things that the church is pushing right now are actually pushing people into deception and actually maybe the strong delusion that the Bible talks about. So I started a YouTube channel about uh, the beginning of 2022 after about a year and a half of just basically all day long and everything I watch and listen to is was learning about this and then in a cult infiltration of the church in order to bring about a uh, counterfeit Christianity that will melt into the one world religion and that a lot of the people that I know or and I used to be are going to get caught up in it so I started seeing all these connections especially there's a lot of people that are talking about false teachers and false prophets but I started noticing they're not they're false but the reason they're false is because they're not Christians, they're in some secret society or in the occult or something. I mean, I don't know if all of them are aware of it, but it's a it's literally an, an occult teaching that has come into the church and it's not really a new thing, but it's just exploding right now. And so anyway, I started a YouTube channel to show that and to try to warn brothers and sisters to stay away from it and to just focus on the true words of jesus in the bible and stuff like that is that good awesome yes absolutely 
Uh, Brother Brett, you want to um, tell everybody a little about you? Uh, uh, my name's Brett Ward. Uh, I'm a home pastor. Um, I've been, uh, I've been in, my dad was a Baptist minister all my life, and uh, he's uh, passed away now, but I've been involved in, in Baptist church uh, all my life. And when I, I was saved at an early age, uh, but got away from the Lord. And when I was about, about 35 to 40, he really started uh, kind of convicting me and, and drawing me back. And I never strayed too far, but, you know, I, I did my, my own thing. And um, so when I hit 40, uh, he kind of hit me with it. You know, you, you told me what you were going to do and uh, are you a man of your word? And so uh, I surrendered to him fully and uh, really started following him. Well, sitting there at that time, you know, I hadn't, uh, as, a, as a minister's son and all that, I didn't know, I knew Bible stories, but I really didn't know what, what the word of God was really all about. And so I tried to sit down and start reading and, and getting all that. And uh, so I had influences, you know, music all my life. And uh, that's really what my draw was. And so I just had to sit down with the Lord and say, Lord, just show me what you want me to know. And he took me through music and I had a foundation of going to youth rallies as a kid through church and everything else. And that uh, led to uh, learning about rock music and backward masking and all this stuff. So as it, as it progressed on, the Lord took me through back through music and that led me to, to Crowley, uh, Jack Parsons, L. Ron Hubbard, all this stuff that I, as a kid that, you know, I had formed in my mind uh, through TV, music, whatever, and uh, he started using that, that stuff to kind to show me what he wanted me to do, led me into ministry. I started teaching uh, about the occult and stuff in church, uh, got into the, the sons of God, uh, started seeing how this stuff connected, and basically got set down by the pastors and said, we don't agree with this, and uh, I said, well, this is what scripture says. And so the Lord was training me to be able to stand my ground on scripture. And me and my wife stayed there for, uh, for a little while longer. And I was ready to leave, but he hadn't shown her yet. And so once that happened and uh, we continued to try to work there and everything else, but he finally gave us the go ahead and we left there and tried some other places. But ultimately it was... Uh, start a home church and uh, it's mostly family and all that but I have an extensive research background as I said I we were talking earlier and I'm familiar with John's work um, and what we're going to talk about tonight goes hand in hand with what I have been seeing that the Bible says that the broad road uh, that's not the unsaved that is the ones that claim to be believers and they are going to be deceived. And all of this has to do with the Christian right. Uh, you know, we'll get into all that, but that's kind of my background. I've, I've got a, a lot of other stuff I could talk about too from what I've done in my past and all that. But uh, to save time, we'll, we'll save that for another time. 
Awesome, awesome. If you guys hear me mute it, like if I if I'm talking and then you can't hear me, it's because my dogs have started barking and I muted it to try to block them out. But um, one thing I uh, kind of forgot to do at the beginning was let everyone know the name. So before I tell everyone what tonight's subject matter is, although <laughs> pretty sure that um, between you guys uh people have a little somewhat of an idea but tonight's show is called the hegelian dialectic the luciferian trump card that's the title of tonight's program and the reason i named it that is because so many people have no clue what the hegelian dialectic is and because of that um you know, when they hear stuff like, uh, for instance, and I'm just, before we get in too deep, I'm just throwing this out as a hypothetical. If they hear somebody say something like, you know, um, Trump is the, Trump is more dangerous than Biden or the right wing is more dangerous than the left wing or they're both uh you know two wings of the same most people say bird i say beast but um when they hear things like that because of cognitive dissonance and lack of knowledge they usually just either tune people out or you know, think they're nut jobs. And so one of the things that I want to do tonight is let people know exactly what the Hegelian dialectic means. Now, we're not going to have time to start off, you know, go into who Hegel was and, you know, all of that. But you know, just kind of throughout the night, I'll throw in facts to let people know, you know, where order out of chaos came from and, you know, never let a good crisis go to waste and stuff like that so that they'll be able to understand just a little better that unlike they've been taught, the new world order is not necessarily, if at all, the left-wing socialists that they believe are going to bring about globalism and a one-world government, that's the old world order. And if all of the evidence that I've seen is accurate, and I believe wholeheartedly that it is, the um, right wing conservatives led by possibly Donald Trump is going to destroy the left wing socialist and the new world order is going to rise up out of the old. So I just wanted to kind of mm -hmm. set a, a background and a, a format of what we're going to be talking 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people um, that still believe that Donald Trump uh, was a good president. Uh, and he's not like all the other presidents uh, in American history before him. Uh, yes, that's a politician. That, that, that somehow, 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 uh, you know, he was uh, different than the founding fathers, which majority of them were Illuminists, Masons, and or Deists. Let's get it real here. Very few of them were Christians. You can look at uh, Christian J. Pinto's excellent documentary, The Hidden Faith of the Founding Fathers, um, oh. you know, to, to, to go back and, and, and to realize that the uh, belief of the founding of the New Atlantis myth that a lot of conservatives, even a lot of Christians who live in the United States of America have of this country, the belief of, uh, of, of patriotism, that we're not Christians first, we're American citizens first, and we're Christians second. Okay, uh, y'all got to wake up, all yeah. right, because it's a problem. And we need to realize that we're first and foremost for the Lord, okay? Now, that doesn't mean that I'm against my brothers and sisters who live here in the United States of America. That's simply not true. Um, but, you know, because a lot of people throw the accusation, you know, out against us and say, well, well, you don't, you don't care about this country. You don't care about the people that live in this country. Oh, no, no, not at all. I, I do. My family's been here for hundreds of years. Um, it's just the thing is, is we have to remember that we are Christians for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ first and American citizens second, which is why this may this may make a few people gasp when I say this. I don't say the Pledge of Allegiance to a flag because Jesus Christ told me to swear no oath or allegiance except to God. OK, yeah. now that doesn't mean I'm going to sell out my, you know, sell out my you know fellow brothers and sisters that live here in the United States of America. But when it comes to, if we are living, you know, you know, coming into the tribulation or, you know, I guess it's been the end time since Jesus Christ was crucified technically, but, you know, we're coming into you know, tribulation. Uh, then, you know, when the United States government asks me, do I deny Jesus or not? I'm going to say no. Uh, just like the martyrs of old during the first century when the Roman Empire asked them the same thing. That's yeah. going to be coming here. And a lot of y'all are going to have to make the decision then. You probably should already know now that you're going to choose Jesus over the country. Okay. Right. So if anybody thinks I'm a little out of line saying things I am, you really need to pray to God. You really need to look on, look, you need to read your Bible more. And you need to look upon your heart and wonder if you're making patriotism into an idol. Okay, and I know that's hard to hear, but Trump is not our guy. He's just like every president before him. Trump is not a Christian. I'm sorry if anybody believes it out there. You were fooled. You were fooled by wolves in sheep's clothing in the, in the New Apostolic Reformation. Okay, Trump is not a Christian at all, period. He is not born again. Okay, his so-called mentor in Christendom or Christianity was the the 33rd degree Mason Norma Vincent Peel. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and uh you know he said to, to CNP Frank Luntz, Council for National Policy Member Frank Luntz, that he doesn't have to ask God for forgiveness. You don't have to ask God for forgiveness, okay? He just does and makes it right. 
That's what he does. Now, is that a Christian outlook on the world? No, because we're supposed to have a repentant heart and obedience to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But that's the man Trump is. And a lot of y'all are fooled. Now, I believe it's possible, and we'll probably talk about this later with everybody, that Trump may be the Antichrist. And if he is, all of this adoration of Trump, the QAnon operation, all this great awakening might actually be the great apostasy, might actually trigger the great rebellion, and it ultimately might be God's grand illusion to the world, okay? Because how can so many Christians, professing Christians, I do believe there are some born-again people that are fooled by Trump, okay? Look at such a fallen man who's done nothing for them, but think, one, he's saved, and two, he's going to rescue them. They put their faith in Trump, but not their faith in Jesus. And I was someone who voted for Trump in 2016. Amen. I didn't vote for anybody in 2020, and I'm not voting for anybody in 2024. So before anybody says I support Biden, I support anybody, okay? I support God the Father and Jesus Christ. That's who I look to, okay? No matter what, God's going to put whomever he wants in charge of our country, right. okay? And, you know, and I'm going to let everybody else talk, but those are some hard truths that some people are going to have to realize. They're going to have to realize because the time is nigh and things are getting short. You are throwing out the bombs here right off the bat, huh? Speaking of going along the same lines, um, you know, we just finished uh, Passover and um, Resurrection Sunday. Did the week before, did anyone happen to see the tweets and all of the other nonsense from um, the supporters and even Trump's son, um, Donald Trump Jr., um, comparing Trump to Christ, saying things like, you know who else was arrested uh, the week of Passover? Mm -hmm. And that was one of the- Taylor Green saying it? You know, the, and, you know, I, I made a, on Facebook, I made a, a thing, thing their shorts on YouTube, I think, can't remember what they're called, reels is what they're called on Facebook. I made a reel and I made a short on YouTube before they deleted my channel uh, that showed the billboards and the books that actually literally call Trump the Messiah and the Savior and the Son of God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, when Trump's I Trump's calling himself the savior of Western civilization. Well, so what's, what's the next step? The savior of the world? What's I mean, what's the next step? You know, Mueller wrote that book, uh, President Donald J. Trump, The Son of Man, The Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that's the book I was talking about. Um, you know, I can't remember if we talked about this on an episode, John, or not, but um, if we did, then anybody who heard that episode knows that, um, you know, I don't actually believe that Trump is the Antichrist. I'm not, you know, closed to it, 
but because and this is not the episode to explain um how i see things from revelation yeah as far as the the beasts but as far as one aspect of it um you know who i see as the candidate is the the shlomo guy over in, yeah. in israel and i know you know you've said that he's most likely the false prophet but um i happen to believe if they're not one in the same then um even the uh antichrist would still have to be um accepted as the political leader by um you know israel the the earthly israel Mm -hmm. but um that doesn't mean that they wouldn't accept trump they love it yeah they put him on i'm not saying i'm not saying 100 i'm i that trump for sure i i i just think that he he likely is uh but the shlomo uh you know i i'm definitely watching him I mean, there's many people that we're all watching, you know, but I will say this at the very, and you would agree with me on this. Trump is a antichrist. Oh, absolutely. He is anyone who John's clear that anyone who um, has, that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is an antichrist. So, I mean, that that's literally the definition of, antichrist yeah so yeah no he definitely is a antichrist and he's gonna play some role i believe oh I, I, look i'm i agree 100 percent there um i think he before i'm ready to concede and say that he's more likely a better candidate for the man of sin I think I would say that he's probably more likely one of the 10 Kings. Um, and you know, the, and none of that's for sure. I, I am not yeah. going to make any predictions where Bible prophecy is concerned, you know, other than what we can clearly see in the text. Yeah. I have said things that people don't agree with as far as, biblical prophecy when it comes to the 144,000 and the two witnesses but on those things I I really don't care what people agree and don't agree with because I'm not the one they're disagreeing with I mean it's things that the text says but um and I I know that a lot of people say well that's your interpretation but no, if I was going by my interpretation, then I never would have changed my mind because, you know, my interpretation was always dispensational. You know, I, I grew up in the Southern Baptist Church. You know, I uh, was ordained in the Southern Baptist Church, and I fought hard to hold on to the way I was taught. And it was, I mean... <laughs> As a man, it's it's hard to swallow that pride. It, yeah, it of course, really is. But you know, 
whenever we realize that we are no more than a vessel and we are all blessed to especially me when i think about it too hard i tears come very easily when i think about how god could possibly have cared enough to i mean i understand jesus dying for the sins of the world and mm-hmm. you know i understand how paul killed christians and you know that he he said he was the chief among sinners, but even still, I don't, when it, I guess we're all, I guess, or not, maybe not all of us, but those of us after we are born again, I think we're a little harder on ourselves. I know at least for me, no, I that's will, true. Um, you know, I didn't really have a conscience before. And the fact that, I'm still able to be, whenever I step out of line, the Lord is quick to discipline me and the Holy Spirit is still able to convict me and let me know, like, I, this is the honest to God truth. I heard some people that, you know, I'm definitely no better than. Um, just say not even bad cuss words a while back and it made me cringe and it's not that I can't get mad enough to cuss I can and do probably a lot more than a lot of others but I used to have the worst mouth ever yeah. And didn't care who I was in front of. I, I mean, I'd cuss in front of your grandma, my grandma, your daughter, my daughter, and hope you said something to me about it. I mean, that was just the type of person I was. Yeah. I did not care. I definitely didn't love people. So when all of a sudden I had this love inside me for people that i didn't even know i was like where did this come from definitely didn't come from me yeah and you know that was one of the first things that showed me hey you know the word says that the old man dies and we our our mind is renewed and you know we are new creations it's not being figurative sorry i got off subject no no i i mean that's the difference between all of us here who are born again and someone you know we you know like trump who we should pray for we're called to play for our enemy we're called to pray for our leaders that'd be our former leaders too as well someone who might be president again the way things are looking in 2024. Um, and, you know, when we look at Trump, 
there is no conscience. He doesn't have the Holy Spirit inside of him to magnify any conscience there at all. The man is horrendously uh, greedy and vainglorious. He slapped his name on every single thing he possibly could so everybody knew it was trump he's got a gold bathroom he ripped off the irish workers that that, that, he, that he should have paid you know and and he i mean he is an abhorrent man and he still is today it's still all about him he is one of the most self-centered people ever and you know and there is there you know and it's tough, you know, it's tough to not get angry at him sometimes because he's such a deceiver and so many people have fall for his, you know, deceiving, lying, serpent tongue ways, you know, and it, it's tough, you know, it's tough to not get upset. It's tough not to get angry because we see him and all these NAR charlatans that are with him, like Paula White um, and uh, Kenneth Copeland. And they're, you know, and, 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 and they're trying to say that Trump's all this holy man. And, you know, and he says he's he's a a, a leader like uh, King Cyrus or, or, or King David, even, you know, like, look how great this man of God is, you know, and it just makes me want to vomit in my mouth because it's such lies and such. It's just such it, it, it's false. It's false, but yet there are so many people out there who are conservatives. There's so many professing believers that believe that Trump is their guy, that Trump cares one aota, one little tiny thing about them, which in fact, Trump only cares about himself and no one else. I want to ask uh, Sister Laura something real quick. Um, now, if you didn't see this, it's okay. Um, I, I didn't see it, but I'm not going to say who told me about it, but I was having a conversation with someone I care about a great deal that actually, um, that the deception that this person just can't seem to see through even though i know that this person has a relationship with the lord in a lot of areas that i would love to have mm -hmm. especially when it comes to things like you know their prayer life and um there a lot of things but and they probably have forgotten more about more that's in the bible than i'll ever learn and so when this person i, I was talking to them about a documentary that i used to have up on my youtube channel and i'm sure you know the one i'm talking about the one that exposes trump and shows his connections and contracts uh, campaign contributions to the Clintons and um, his many on camera and uh, you know on air quotes supporting the 
Democratic Party and the the Democratic candidate, and you know, he's never been a conservative until he ran for office. Right. And apparently, um, there was an interview recently that uh, whoever did the interview asked him about this, and, or what, however it went, he admitted that he had made mistakes in the people he supported in the past, and he gave reasons for it and so forth. Uh, before I asked my question, I was curious if you happened to see or hear that. Oh, him re retracting, saying that he, he made a mistake? No. No. Yeah, about supporting Hillary and Bill and- uh, Really? Uh, and that was just part of it. I, I wish I could remember everything. I wish I would have seen the interview, but I didn't. Um, someone actually told me about it. But um, in any case, I'm trying to think how I can ask this since you didn't see or hear it. Um, Does it matter? No, I'm just trying to, to figure out a way to ask it where others who didn't see or hear it will be able to get what I'm saying. Um, what I was trying to do whenever I brought up all of the many, many reasons why he's never been conservative and he isn't now and like the thing that this person keeps pointing out is if all of the things that I continue to point out about the Donald or the Don whatever you want to call him um the WWE star himself um, is that not only is he a master of deception, but he's, his politics have always lined up with the agendas of the left. He's always been pro-abortion. Pro-gay rights. Pro-gay rights. That was my next thing. He's always, um, well, I'll say this. Uh, I, I, I keep almost giving the person's gender away, and I don't even want to do that. But they um, kept saying that uh, he was deceived, that you know, he didn't know this and that. I kept pointing out, we're talking about the elitist multi-billionaire who, when he went bankrupt, was bailed out by a major, one of the brothers in the, the head of the Rothschild family. Yeah. Families, and, uh, or family, but... all of the overwhelming evidence to the contrary 
this person honestly could not fathom how he knew at least as much about politics and was a politician before he ever ran for office because you have to be a good politician to be as good of a businessman as he is. And I mean, what is people who don't understand that don't understand that the United States is a corporation and you know not only that but there are many multi-millionaires and billionaires who can't call a Rothschild when they go bankrupt you have to be extremely connected and you know I've shown them video of him saying this is my good friend Jeffrey with Epstein when this person would tell me that you know he didn't even know Epstein much less ever go to his island and um, they honestly bought everything that was said in that interview because he said yes I made mistakes I honestly was deceived into believing that what those people talking about the Clintons and so forth in the, the Democratic Party, that um, the things they would say on their in their campaigns that they were sincere and that he honestly didn't know what they were about when he was donating millions to the their each of their campaigns and I don't even remember everything that we talked about but the amount of dissonance was shocking and when I tried to explain the Hegelian dialectic that's when I lost them and you know that I could not get them to see I mean I even asked things like we're talking about the devil here. Do you honestly believe that the most dangerous weapon he has is people that even non-believers know are evil? Yeah. And not people that Christians are fooled into believing are going to save this country well jeremy christians don't even they don't even they're not even aware that they can be deceived they've been we've been taught in church that we can't be deceived and jesus himself said don't let any man deceive you paul said the same thing but they 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 just well, don't mind the person that i'm talking about is aware of this but that I'll say this, they are um, Laura's age, and so, you know, patriotism is like in their blood, and 
even though the scriptures are very clear, you know, above all things, my brethren, swear no oaths. Um, you know, you, you cannot, you know, what fellowship has light with darkness or Christ with Belial or the many other scriptures that show that there can be no fellowship between the church and the world. They just do not recognize that this means that you can't be a patriot for the United States and also be a patriot for the kingdom of God. Yeah. So I guess my question is, um, have you encountered a lot of people that you know personally that may be around the same age as yourself that um, honestly believe that he came into the Oval Office as an outsider and not a a politician and yes yes Um, they're set up they're set up especially with the um, the the NAR even before I knew like I didn't always I never even, a few years ago, I didn't even know what that was, but if you have this like victorious eschatology, that's what they're calling it, a victorious eschatology where we take over, kick the devil's butt, destroy the devil, and God's going to make, you know, every, all our dreams come true, and we're going to take over the kingdom. So if you, if you have that mentality, and, or you've been um, indoctrinated or whatever you want to call it in, in church for years and years about how everything's getting better and better and stuff like that. In, de- in denial of what the Bible says about tribulation and about hard times, things getting worse and worse and worse and worse. You know, if you, if you're not, if you, so that's like a lot of charismatic and a lot of other churches too, you know, um, if that's, if that's what you've been led to believe, then yeah, Trump's your dream come true. He's the answer to the, the whole thing. He's very, he's, um, he's imperative he's like absolutely or somebody like him if if it's not him to come along and there's your uh government mountain checked off the list you know and people are just like (sighs) christians are i feel like very naive and in some ways it's trusting like very trusting and it's hard to wrap your brain around at first, but like I know as a young Christian for like the first, well, until a few years ago, right? You 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 don't want to think in your church that your pastor or there or there's some kind of agenda, you know, that's actually the opposite, the, not just not just um incorrect, but the opposite, literally the opposite 
against God. And but when you start to look at it that way and you're reading the Bible, there's so many, 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 many examples where the Bible warns us about about deception, about wolves in sheep's clothing, about angels of light that are really demons and just so many so many so many things he's talking to christians telling them so anyway i'm sorry um yeah people are people have been set up they have this like victory mentality we're in its word of faith this goes back our, our our parents our grandparents like my mom i mean she hasn't been a christian since she was a little kid she was catholic but like our whole entire this the whole 20th century has been like building and now it's just exploding like extremely you know, the, just the, the word of faith, the new, the Neposophical Reformation and all the positiveness and that's not reality, you know, about, you know, Jesus warned us. He told us to take up our cross. He told us if the world hates you, remember to hate me first. Like, it's like a totally, completely different world that, that they're living in, believing that God's going to do some great uh, heroic thing with men. And, and it's all about now and here in this world and this kingdom and this country. And it's all about the here and now it's not about eternal life at all, which is why Jesus came. Right. So I'm sorry if I went off the topic, but I just, uh, no, you're right. <laughs> I was trying to find that interview. Yeah. Well, a lot of people... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Laura. I'm sorry. Go ahead. If he came, if he came out and said, "Well, I used to trust those people, and I made a mistake," like I don't care. That doesn't impress me one single bit, at all. Um, no, because he's lied. He lies out of his mouth all the time. Like, who cares? That's just setting him up for his twenty twenty four presidential campaign. Yes, and okay. I think they realize that people are starting. Now I know it's not like um, the majority. But they're starting to realize that people are catch some people are catching on. Even in the prophet community, they're starting to turn on each other and call out other prophets saying they're fake. And I think it's another Hegelian dialectic within a Hegelian dialectic in the in the microcosm of the NAR in the whole world. It's it's just really weird. Like so, yeah, they're they're trying to throw you off by um, sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Well, they put forth the problem, uh, things are bad in the United States of America and world because of Biden. Biden is the most inept, dementia-ridden president that the United States has ever had. And since the United States is the, uh, you know, the head to the world of the old world order, of the Zionist world order, of the harlot, then that's what its position, you know, is, is to the world, is that the United States is no longer number one. And so yeah. Trump gave the illusion to people that we're back, baby, you know, and so people yeah. want that back, which is the reason why I couldn't figure out why Biden, why the lead had allowed, you know, put Biden as, as president. I, I couldn't I couldn't figure that out. But then I, you know, I realized, no, it's because you have to 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 make the most inept president in history. To, for people to beg for Trump to come back because we yes. really don't know how crazy it's going to get in the next year up leading up to the election. We might have World War Three, you know, broken out. There might be uh, a draft in the United States of America. The economy's probably right now. There's a brief period where the economy's coming back and the crypto markets are coming back and everything. But the Fed has already said, well, we're in a we're going to enter a recession. So, uh, you know, and so. 
I would assume by the by fall and winter of this year, the economy is going to be worse than it has been this whole entire time Biden has been president. It will continue to get worse. People will be begging for Daddy Trump, for Uncle Trump to come back and to save them because yeah. that is what is being built up right now. And I don't care if Trump said I was fooled by the Clintons because I have hours upon hours of presentation on my channel showing Trump's vast connections to Clinton, Trump's vast connections to Jeffrey Epstein. There are numerous upon numerous connections between Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. It wasn't that they just knew each other. They were they were predators that had a mutual benefit with each other, just like Trump and the Clintons. Okay, it was mutual beneficial for them to be around each other and for them to do the evil that they needed to, to do through each other. Okay, and so you know anybody who says that Trump doesn't have very few connections to Jeffrey Epstein, that's ludicrous. That is silly. Okay, there are so many there. I don't even have time. I I mean, just go look at the videos I've done. There, 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 there is even more proof that's come out since those videos. Okay, there, there's more proof that continues to come out. Okay, since I'd made that three-hour-long, however, PowerPoint presentation of the numerous connections between Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, so I mean, I mean, yes, Trump is horrible. Trump is. I mean, and we talk about elite pedophilia. Trump's steeped in it. All right, they all are steeped in it. And so, you know, if you really look, it's there. But most people don't want to look or they want to have a million. And trust me, I was pro-Trump up to about 2017 to 2018. Okay, when it got just too much, there was too much connections that he was a deep state swamp dweller. All right, it's really not that hard to figure it out. And so, but the thing is, is this is one, and, and, and Brad, I'm going to ask you about this. When things actually start going, quote unquote, Trump's way, and all the Q stuff, you know, if this, if we truly are entering into the tribulation, okay, and all this stuff starts to fall into place, all right, and, you know, we have the totalitarian boot on your neck, old world order, and it's replaced by what all the new agers said. And it does, scripture does seem to line up with that the new world order is going to be totalitarian against Christians. But to mostly everybody else in the world, it's going to be love and light and rainbows and do what thou mm -hmm. wilt. Okay. So, you know, it's going to be anybody listening now that's on the fence. I'm I'm saying this. I'm not saying thus saith the Lord. I'm saying this myself, and I would assure that most of y'all would agree. The coming beast system is is gonna to the world. It's gonna look like the best thing ever, right? And and I hope that Christians are not deceived by this. And a lot of them snap out of what might be the, the the grand delusion, the great deception. Okay, if this is the if this is it, and I pray to God they 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 snap out of it and they don't fall for it. Um, you know, I, I do think that you know anybody who's born again, anybody who has the Holy Spirit within them, 
I, I don't think they would. Okay. I think they would eventually snap out of it, you know, obviously before they have to take the mark of the beast, hopefully, right? But Laura's right. We've been programmed in the conspiracy movement. We've been programmed through bad theology of the past 100 plus years, you know, pre tribulation rapture. Yeah, I have friends who believe in pre tribulation rapture. This ain't a knock against you guys, but I don't believe it to be true. Okay. Yeah. The, you know, dispensationalism, like all of this, like people have been all millennialism, post millennialism, is, which is all making a comeback. Like all of this bad doctrine has left people disarmed and have left Christians disarmed. The most people, most Christians, when they think of their eschatology, when they think of the end times, they literally recite left behind. That's right. Which was written by Jerry Jenkins, CMP, and Tim LaHaye, CMP. And Tim LaHaye took money to found the CMP. From the from Sung Mung Moon of the Unification Church, who That's was a right. blasphemer. Okay, so like we got we come up, read your Bibles, people. Don't get your eschatology from left behind. It's garbage. It's garbage. But Brett, are you seeing this? Like I, I you know, I mean, like I. So it's, John, it's it's not it's, even it, that. It's they want they sit in the pews and whatever they're disseminated from the pastor or teacher or whatever. That's what they believe. They never crack the book open. They never yep. read it for themselves. They do not know what it says because all through there, and we have to go back. We were talking about this Hegelian dialectic. Where does all this stuff come from? Where does Trump, uh, where does he get that mentality that he has from? Uh, his mentor was Roy Cohn. Yep. And and you go back to these, these quote unquote Jewish men who are, ruling and financing and doing all this stuff and we can go back to the 1800s with Darby and Schofield and all that and Uh all this stuff was disseminated to the church and that's where we're at today because they believe what brother so-and-so told them and not what the word of God says and so I agree 110 percent and I personally I don't know that they're that that it's going to turn around I think that this is exactly what the Lord talked about this broad way. Oh, I agree of, with you. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it is. Right. I just. I just think that the, the if we're living in the Church of Latter Day Sia, the lukewarm Christians are the ones right now that are bought into the delusion That's that right. when the guillotines fall, they're gonna snap back into place and realize what's yeah. going on. Yeah. All right. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. But you know, I, stand for know the Lord. I don't know if they're going to know which end is up at that point, though, because they're going to be scared that have have we already missed the boat because we're already in this situation now. And I, I don't want to die. So therefore, I'm going to stay the status quo, what I've been doing, because I feel like I'm doing right, because this is what I've been taught. And it goes back to you were mentioning earlier about uh, Cyrus. I mean, you've got Christians that are, are basically taken because the King James Bible, the 45th chapter of Isaiah, this and he's the 45th president, and they're putting all this gematria and, and stuff together that this is anointed, God's anointed, and it's just, it's it's insane. I, I mean, the Jews are making coins of them as Cyrus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, come on. I mean, I do hope that there's any revival 
it will be quote unquote lukewarm Christians finally realizing, <laughs> yeah, you know what's going on during the right. tribulation. All right. Like I, I hope and pray, uh, you know, that's, that's a true revival that takes place uh, right. because we know that the events of revelation, at least in my interpretation, it's, it's the martyrdom of the church to oppress upon the Jewish people uh, to accept uh, our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. But, you know, I, it's it's going to be interesting because how many people and I think if someone's truly born again of this, you know, they're born again, I think they will see through it. I don't think they will. You know, I don't think they will take the mark of the beast. You know, someone who truly loves the Lord, you know, and, and truly has the Holy Spirit in them. You know, I think eventually, you know, their own ego will be dissolved and and, and they're, they'll see the truth. OK, but maybe I'm a little bit too. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little bit hopeful. Maybe it's not going to be. I mean, I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. We're going to find out quick who truly loves the Lord, who's truly for the Lord, and who isn't. We're going to find out real quick during the tribulation. All right. Yeah. And so, you know, it, 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 there, I, don't, I don't. I think that the tra the training for that, though, it has already started because the Lord has led those who are following him to, I mean, I've never been an anti-vaxxer or anything like that, but he started showing me, Hey, there's some issues with this stuff. So when I started studying into it, whenever the, this is before the COVID stuff. Yeah. And so whenever this, when this fell out, then I was like, I'm not going, I'm not doing this. I'm not taking that. I don't know what it is or anything else, but I've got enough common sense and what the Lord has shown me that I'm not going down that road. And I had people that disagreed, Christians that went and did it and everything else. And uh, I mean, I stood my ground and I'm happy that I did because I'm now I see how all this is affecting and it, that it's, it's, and I don't want to get off into what they say that it could be or what it is, but, uh, it's not what they claim that it is. Yeah. And so uh, Trump that's did Operation Warp Speed. Still very proud of it, by and the way. That's exactly Still very right. proud of it. And, 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 and Corona, all that stuff, it's all there. But, and I taught on it. And I had, like I said, Christian brothers and sisters that would look at what I was talking about and teaching and they would agree. But it came down to, well, what about my job? What about this? What about that? I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm not taking it. I'm not doing this. If they fire me, it, it just is what it is. I mean, yeah. but they, I'm, I made the decision and that's what I told, you know, others that you've got to make the decision. And you mentioned this earlier before they ever show up at your door. Uh, you have to make the decision and live by that now, because you've got to, you've got to train yourself now because it's not just going to, magically come to you once that door has been opened we're supposed to be watchmen and watch women on the wall that's right that's and right. The, and the thing is is you know I, as far as the v i myself did not get it um i knew what it was beforehand mm -hmm. um but i will say this there i you know there there was you know there was a a, a brother an elderly an elder an elder at my church who got it but he got it so he could continue preaching the gospel in the old folks' homes, 
that were around his house to do so. And he'd go, I trust in the Lord. Whatever happens to me happens to me. I want to continue preaching the gospel because he was an old street preacher back in Asheville. Okay. Mm -hmm. So at first, you know, there were months where I was like, man, that's so foolish. Why would he do such a thing? That's so stupid, you know, but then the Lord convicted and put, put on my, put my heart. You know, what, why are you, why are you so hostile? You know, like, you know, you know, if, if what he is doing, is what I commanded him to do. So mm -hmm. why are you being so hostile towards him? You know, and then I realized that I was like, yeah, you know, why am I ridiculing him? Because he did it out of, out, as some, as, as you know, commanded to do by Jesus, by the Great Commission. He did it earnestly out of love, mm -hmm. you know. So there are people who make the V as an idol, and those right. people are foolish, right. okay? But some of the people that had to, you know, take it for their jobs, eh, then again, is it a precursor for the market of beast? Are you gonna say the market of beast to keep your job? You know, right. and so you know. But then again, it's not. Am I? I don't think it is. So you right. know, I, you know, is it bad? Is it making a lot of people ill? Is is it killing people? Of course, of course. Yeah. It is. But yeah. then again, where's your line in the sand? If you ain't gonna take it, then is your line in the exactly. sand later? All right. Exactly. And so, you know, it's a complicated discussion. All of it's complicated. That's right. That's um, right. But the thing is, is Trump. 14 days to stop the spread, came to 40-day lockdown, okay? Trump initiated Operation Warp Speed. Jared Kushner, they, Jared, there were military commanders answering to Jared Kushner about right. the COVID vaccines under Operation Warp Speed. You can go check out the hierarchy chart, okay? Right. He farmed it out, Operation Tiberius Kirk, to Palantir, to Peter Thiel, okay? Yep. His administration did that. And then through that, they get the past, present, and future medical history of up to 10 years for anybody who's gotten a V or anybody who's tested positive for COVID-19 under a clinical setting, okay? And so they have your health data, mm -hmm. and they can do whatever they want with it. And so you could say that Trump is oblivious either, either to people who still have any faith in Donald Trump. He was either the most oblivious man that's ever walked the face of the earth who had no idea what was going on during his administration. So why would he know anything now? Why would he pick the right people now and not pick deep state swamp dwellers? Okay. Right. Or he knew what was going on during his administration. Exactly. So it's one or the other. And the thing is, exactly. if he didn't know and he was a fool for four years, then what makes you think he's changed now? Especially when Jared Kushner still his son-in-law who practiced the Kabbalah and his yep. daughter converted and practices the Kabbalah herself, Ivanka. So you can't sit here and tell me that it was either, he's either the, he was either ignorant, completely ignorant to everything. Somehow a billionaire, an elitist billionaire has no idea oblivious, but somehow he's our guy. Okay. Or the truth is, is that he did know. Now, does he know everything? I don't, I don't know, but does right. he know a lot what's going on or the elite using yeah. him? Is Satan using yeah. him? Of course. Right. Ultimately, God is sovereign. Ultimately, God's using them, you know? But people got to realize that Trump is not our guy. He just isn't. Uh, that's right. And you go back, the, the biggest thing that hit me, and I'm like you, I voted for him and everything else. But what hit me between the eyes is I was sitting on my couch the night that they were having the inauguration balls and all this, and he made the, the statement from the podium that if anyone could bring uh, peace in the Middle East, it's my son, Jared Kushner. Mm. And I just sat back and I was like, what in the world did I just hear? You know, the Lord just hit me between the eyes with it. And so really for a long time, I really focused in on, on Kushner thinking this was the guy. And could he be? 
I mean, could, it's possible. Maybe. Maybe yeah, it's possible. He could be the false uh, prophet behind Trump for all we know. There's a whole lot of stuff surrounding him, you know, 666 Fifth Avenue, you know, all this stuff. But uh, now he's kind of, you know, out of that limelight, but he's still working these deals. Yeah. And for, the, mean, Abra for the Abraham Accords, peace in the Middle East, right? Yeah. I mean, who, when you go back to even this jewish guy having this relationship with a muslim in saudi arabia and, and and their best friends and all i mean you can't write this stuff i mean no. it's 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 crazy but that being said you know i i don't know how all that's going to play out but i kind of want to go back to what laura was talking about real, with real quick NAR can i say one last thing brett to yeah, that yeah. Well, just real quick yeah. just real quick do you know what operation timber sycamore is I haven't heard of that. Now, my, my my fellow brother in Christ, Aaron, he talks to me a lot about it, and I had to you know look it up and do some researching. But apparently it was during the Obama administration, but it paid off during the Trump administration where they were literally setting up all of physical Israel's enemies up to oh. have weapons to come against physical Israel through the United States Central Intelligence Agency. It was Iran-Contra to that effect of the modern age. Wow. Uh, 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 of 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 weapons, you know, being um, uh, agreed upon through Obama, through Netanyahu, through through King Abdullah the Second of Jordan, to to, it, I, I, dude, it's it's crazy when you read it. Like uh, I'm looking at it, it now. It, it was both to arm against the, the the enemies of physical Israel. But also to arm the enemies to defend physical Israel. Yeah, and Netanyahu's part of that too. And that, and we, I mean, we could get into it's so both. Much it's crazy yeah. when you think about yeah. it. So uh, if 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 that's the case, then I mean, that's another. If Trump is the Antichrist, there's going to be a pop off between Turkey and Greece. He's got to come up through there. We'll see, you know. But it's it's getting. I don't know, man. It's getting, it's getting the whole Trump and Kushner and 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 Musk and it, yeah. all of it is just, yeah. it's just, it's it, it's Elon Musk is not our guy. Him buying Twitter is he's turning into X with social credit and everything. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've been seeing it, Laura. I'm pretty sure you've been seeing it. You know, Jeremy. I mean, my days are numbered on Twitter. All of our names are numbered on Twitter. I mean, they're literally turning it in. He says he's going to turn it into WeChat of, of America. Which yeah. He's going to have his own built social credit score in. They're already running AI algorithms and data data mining off of Twitter already. He already admitted that. He's, he founded XAI this week, Musk did. I mean, I, I don't see how anybody could think that any of these people are for us. Musk, Trump. Any people that are on the right wing of the beast, as, as you know, as, as, as you know, Jeremy very eloquently put it, and I, I'm going to steal that. Um, you know, he, he's right. I don't, I, I don't see like Musk dresses up at Halloween as in the devil's champion armor. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, and, and Babylon B. Don't even get me started on. I think that's some sort of magical working with Babylon B. You know, I don't. I, you know, I, I there's something. The, the 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 humor's off. There's something up with Babylon B there. Like I don't, you know, I when they when they tried to talk with Musk about being a Christian and utterly failing, and they're 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 mocking Trump also. 
as being Jesus too. Have you guys seen those Babylon B articles of like mm-hmm. Trump riding in on the donkey and you know, like the, the the RNC's praising him, almost like the SNL sketch? The Babylon B's done multiple of these things. In my opinion, I don't think the I don't think Seth Dillon and the Babylon B, I have to question if they're even saved or not, because they're playing into so much of the Great Awakening narrative. Right. What are you gonna say, Jeremy? You're mute, you're muted, brother. Can't hear you. I can't hear him either. You're still muted. Can you hear him, Laura? No. But you know, it's but but you guys go ahead. I I don't I don't want to pontificate anymore. But um, this goes back to to what Laura was saying though with the NAR and all that. How all this stuff plays together, and that's what I started seeing all these connecting dots that brings all this together. And like I told you earlier. your your work and your research getting back into uh the spiritualization movement and all that that's that's where all this stuff started uh really get getting christians focused on patriotism you know uh like i said i've got all of this here but you know the faith and freedom you know with gerald Heard writing for it and all this and then of course you you fast forward from that into you know Leary and get into yeah we okay. hear you now Jeremy what were you gonna say what were you gonna say about Seth Dillon? Uh oh talking about Babylon B. Yeah uh, only that no I didn't hear or see that because I stopped listening to them um a, a while ago. Um but I do agree with you completely that my mic isn't working, but um, I just unplugged it. But I do agree that uh, I don't even know if they are saved. But uh, before we turn it over to Laura, simply because of what time it is, I want to kind of point out and give like kind of a definition of what the Hegelian dialectic is in like common terms and make it where people understand that the biggest deception as far as American politics that Christians shouldn't have to worry about seeing. And if the enemy hadn't done such a good job of ingraining patriotism into the citizens of America for years and making people believe that being a patriot 
went along with being a good Christian, then we wouldn't even have to have an episode like this at all. I mean, it, it wouldn't make any difference as far as what Trump was really about because true Christians that were following the clear teachings in the Bible wouldn't even be worried about who's the right candidate to vote for. But see, we all kind of bought into this lie that if there's no good candidate, then voting for the lesser of the two evils is better than not voting at all. And that not voting at all is essentially voting for whoever the right and the church says is the bad candidate. And the thing is this, most people do not understand that the people who set up, and I'm not even going to go all the way back to, you know, the, the founding fathers and, you know, the things that we were talking about at the beginning, like what their faith was, how they were all at best deist at most luciferians or at worst luciferian and that they were non-kingdom christians and as far as like the signers of the declaration of independence the you know uh, politicians and so forth you're going to be hard pressed to prove that any of them were Christians at all, at least Christians that the anti-Nicene church would recognize as followers of Christ. So forgetting all of that, let's just break down the fact that I watched a video today that I had almost stopped watching in Times Productions because the stuff they were playing was just not my cup of tea. But they, the video I saw today was about a Democrat from, I think, maybe the 80s that was exposing um you know things like the council on foreign relations and what he was calling you know the, the elites and so forth and then no time after that interview you know, he died in the plane crash um and with that you see that even someone like the guy, I can't think of his name right now, 
at End Times Productions that so many people respect, a lot of his videos put for puts forth the narrative that the left and the socialist agenda and, and all of that is the deep state, the new world order, and that there is a difference between the left and the right. He's been playing a lot of Timothy Alberino, and as much as I liked him and, you know, I have respect for him and think a lot of him. Um, we disagree about quite a bit, especially when it comes to Donald Trump. And I think that that's got a, a lot to do with why he's putting forth the narratives that he is because he's been, you know, reading, listening to, and playing a lot of Tim's stuff. And because of that, he is also not able to see that presidents in this country are not elected. They are selected. And it really makes no difference who you vote for because they're going to put into office the person that furthers the end times agenda you know whatever that may be at the time and you know when you and I were talking before tonight's episode we both likened United States politics to professional wrestling and that is exactly what it is. And professional wrestling is outside of the right, right-wing, conservative, left-wing, liberal, political paradigm that represents the Hegelian dialectic that I've ever seen. You know, you have the thesis and the antithesis. Um, you know, you have the quote unquote good guys and the bad guys. And then you have the media who are nothing but just propaganda outlets that play what they've been told to play to to you know play one side against the other as far as the people are concerned, they show the, the candidates in the light that makes them seem as if they hate each other. And the thing that people don't understand is all of these things that they've been doing to Donald Trump because they hate and want to destroy him hasn't been to destroy him it's been to grow his popularity yeah bolster his platform absolutely before they arrested him and they didn't just arrest him but he's facing a, what like 190 something years which is outrageous if you or i or 
your average politician did what they say he did, they wouldn't have given him, uh, you know, individual charges for each thing. It would have all been one indictment, one charge. But because it's obvious that they're railroading him, it's making people who didn't support him to begin with now not only support him but go all in for him that's right and it it is guaranteeing that if there is still a united states come the next election he'll definitely win it to go back to what you were talking about the Hegelian dialectic to to make it to break it down to even more simpler terms uh they they cause the problem to observe the reaction and then they submit the solution absolutely and and so we go back to even 9-11 and everything else and we don't have time to get in all that tonight but that all of that started this chain reaction that we're seeing now so right it's not just order out of chaos but it's the same people who create the chaos bring the order out of it right they orchestrate it absolutely so many people when they hear me talk about false flag attacks they think that what i mean is that people didn't die or the attacks didn't happen that's not what that means that's right it was planned and most likely it was probably a ritual a satanic ritual definitely was sister laura yes i just wanted to give you the floor to chime in and give your thoughts on whatever you like okay um what you were just talking about i have this sort of um idea it's i don't know if it'll be a meme or something or i need somebody to help me with it but i i feel like it's um a picture of all the christian charismatic conservative evangelical whatever flipping out think of it like a political cartoon and they're all screaming and they're pointing and they're all upset and they're they're looking at the um whatever leftist globalist stuff whatever would represent that but sneaking up behind them that they're not looking at and there's something worse the real boogeyman they're 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 being distracted by a fake boogeyman when it's not that they're not bad too but something much worse is coming up behind them and um yeah so I also wanted to say, I don't know, we, on the mark of the beast, which we don't know what that really is, I kind of agree with the BDK's idea, which is it might actually be more of a spiritual thing than a technological thing. Like, um, if you've seen like a guru, like touching someone's forehead and giving them this trans you know kind of like initiation kind of thing or i think i feel like it's going to be something that um people it's going to almost be like a reward and it's not going to be like the vaccine where you i think it's going to be 
or you know like in the old in the early church when a lot of people were uh, martyred because they didn't want to take that little pinch of incense and and make a little sacrifice to the emperor it might be something i'm not saying I, maybe it'll be more subtle than what we've been made to think like and it, it could be a mark i mean it is a mark but maybe maybe you the other thing is i'm sorry to switch but um the other thing is this uh wealth transfer thing the way these profits are pumping this up this wealth transfer wealth transfer wealth transfer and yeah. just a little bit of what uh I, I remember probably alexandra it's been a while since i watched it but it was about the money you know the mark has something to do with money and you got the this economic crash you got the um Prophets saying there's going to be a wealth transfer. They're talking about gold and silver and a new currency. Prophesying that like a good thing. And um, they're, they're hyping that so, so much. It makes me wonder if, if you're delusional enough and deceived enough that you're believing in these prophets and you're believing Trump is the savior of the Western civilization or the america or he's our precious precious president that's suffering like jesus you know and stuff like that and if this if there is some i mean some of the things that they say sound really crazy but i'm thinking they they might actually happen and we're not looking at it the right way like this mark of the beast and the money and stuff maybe they're i'm just saying maybe i'm not 100 maybe it's going to almost be like a reward or something for um becoming part of the new world order but for christians it might be it might be packaged in a different way and if you're if your eyes are on all this worldly stuff you know you might offer it might not come out like we're gonna put 666 on your forehead and all the the stuff in the movies that um you know that That's we're exactly made right. to see yeah well, it's definitely gonna gonna be I mean, it will be a, a sign of worship and um, allegiance no matter what, even if it is, you know, technology. Yeah, I believe it will be something that will be visible to others in some shape or yeah. form on the forehead or on the, on the right arm. Um, but I do believe a spiritual affliction comes with it, too, as well. Yeah. Um, John, did you, you read a lot of Barbara Marks Hubbard. Did you read the part where she talks about a mark? Mm -hmm. I yeah. just found that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she talks a lot about mRNA too, as well, and happy birthday, planet Earth. You know, um, I mean, I mean, I, I, I think it will be something, but I, I think, I, but I agree with you that it will be, well, you'll have an incredible wealth transfer and you'll be able to do whatever you want to do, uh, you know you to your little heart's desire because it's all love and light and you can you know live, you live this what we would consider to be a sinful existence you know um because we've caught the bad guys and the bad guys have lost right they've been destroyed but all you have to do is just take you know that this this you know i think it's probably going to be some sort of chip i could be wrong but i think it's that's you know i think that's probably what it's going to be but you know, I, I think that Christians will know. Anybody I, who's born again will know. Um, and I think it's something you have to willingly take. It can't be something forced upon you. You have to willingly take it. 
uh, exactly. to ally yourself with the with with the beast. The, this yeah. goes this goes hand in hand with I don't you know y'all seen the uh, the Amazon the Whole Foods hand mm -hmm. payment thing mm -hmm. and all that. Uh, I, you know, just like you said, we're we don't know how this is going to play out and roll out, but with all this stuff going on now, I see those things. And so yeah. I, I'm not going to go down there and be a willing participant and take that and, 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 you know, attach my card to my biometric scan or whatever, because I know that this is the direction that this stuff's going. So that being but I mean, said, but I mean, we've already took the precursor to it, which was this. All of us well, carry this around in our hands, predominantly exactly, our right hands, exactly. correct? But now we're getting to actual biblical language, if yeah. you will. And so that's the thing. Like you said, where is that line drawn? I've already drawn that line. I'm not going down that road. I'm not getting people, anything put in my body. <laughs> Tell right. you that much now. <laughs> and so and so here's the thing with that. I mean, where you know, where where do you draw that line? And the Christians, they don't know that right now. They're, they're saying, well, this is not the mark and all that because we've been sold, you know, hay and all them. There's not going to be these two lines. This line over here is, is lining up for 666 on the forehead. And this line over here is, is lined up for the guillotine because we're not going to take it. It's not going to look that way at all. And, and I think Christians are deceived in believing that it's going to be that easy to make that differentiation because they're they've already been sold the lie and they're already buying into this stuff because they're not watching and seeing this stuff come on the scene and saying i'm 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 drawing a line i'm not going to be part of this regardless of whether it is the mark or whether it's not i know this is the system that's going to implement that and we're, we're too close now it is it, this is not like it was back in the you know 50s and 60s 70s even 80s we're in a whole different realm the stuff that that jesus said to look for and all this all of this stuff is the genetic manipulation and everything else that we are, are seeing in our world today this is days of noah and i mean I, I i don't know why christians can't see it other than the fact that the lord said that many's going to be deceived you know they're they're not going they're not paying attention they're not reading what he said. We have to remember that's how the days of Noah was too. We're not going to, you know, exactly. outside of the whole Nephilim exactly. on angels aspect, there was the people that were outside partying outside of the ark thinking God's yeah. judgment wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So you have to remember that, you know, I think there's, I think it's both. It's multifaceted. You know. yeah. Yes. Peace will not be something that can be taken by accident. It's no. Something that, can be forced on to people. The New Agers believe it could. A lot of New Age propaganda, as Laura and I have come across, a lot of it they say it could be by accident, or you might not know. You know have you came across that, Laura? Um. Yeah. I. I mean, I haven't. I haven't really. I haven't really focused on that too much. But yeah, a lot of people. Um. Are think I don't. Yeah. Are are thinking that it's something that's going to be. You know snuck snuck up on you or whatever you know they like, want to they want to lower the um the, the total sovereignty of god to think that you know it's going to be outside of what was told 
to us in you know right. you know revelation of jesus christ you know that was written down by john on the island of patmos you know they want to they want to take away from that and say oh it could be you might not even know it could be in something that you eat or something given to you or or something like that and there and that was pushed a lot out there and so is one last thing to that and i won't go on a huge spill in this i'm gonna do a future video on it You've probably heard of the fun vax, the fundamentalist mm -hmm. vaccine, the vaccine that they can give you to make you all of a sudden not be born again. OK, well, that turned out that that was actually misinformation that was put out. It was a parody. A guy was literally put it out there. You can go Google it yourself and find the guy. Um, he admitted to it uh, right after COVID, interestingly enough, um, because he, he thought that the COVID, you know, V misinformation stuff had gotten too far out of hand so he said that yeah and he he had yeah, fake that, filmed originally long before oh um, yeah but he had fake filmed the pentagon you know release so-called but if you actually look you could actually do this yourself if you look at the technology that's in the so-called you know, Pentagon fun vax, as they claim it was like 2004, 2005 is when it was recorded. If you look at the actual computers that are used in the background, because I know about technology, uh, those computers were um, were, were uh, newer. They were newer than 2004, 2005. It was, it was allegedly recorded, right? So you could debunk it just based off of that alone if you just look at technology. But obviously a vaccine given to you can't unborn you. Okay, because no one can take you out of God's hands when you're in God's hands. It's silly. Yeah, even if there was a fun vax, it may work on Muslims, which is who they said they made it for in that video. But regardless, you know, those who are born again and have the Holy Spirit, if you believe that technology or, you know, a vaccine is, if, if God is not powerful enough to, you know, keep that from taking away your salvation, then there is no God and it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. But is, and that could never happen. But I want to say one thing as far as the mark of the beast goes and the number. Um, I, I don't know, you know, what if any technology that I do know technology will play a part in it, but I don't know um, what it will be placed on, but the technology for the mark has actually been out for a long time. Um, this is actually something that will have to be explained in another episode but the barcode is actually the framework mm -hmm. to put you know the mark of the beast on anybody no matter how they you know make it spiritual and a mark and sign of worship and allegiance it has that number not six, 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 three different sixes, but 666. And I, I believe that if technology 
will be used, then the the barcode will definitely be a part of. Uh, scriptures are very clear that you can't buy or sell unless you have the mark, and unfortunately, so many people, even Christians, don't know how to grow and kill their own food so <laughs> they're going to be in a mess just in right. that regard but uh do any of you have anything that you want to say like in closing or that you weren't able to touch on throughout tonight Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, before we end, uh, we were talking about the Luciferian agenda of the Hegelian dialect and all that stuff. And just this is my perspective because it's what I focus on. But um, John helped me a lot to see the other side of, of Trump. Um, but at the same time, I started finding about the, the, the NAR. And the more you find out about what they believe in the core, the core of it, the root of it, and I know the people that follow it aren't thinking this is what it is. I don't blame all of them that they have this understanding, but the, the main, what is the main core tenet of Luciferian? It's you, you shall be as gods, okay? Mm -hmm. So the new apostolic reformation, or you, know, you could go beyond that. They promote Trump. He's part of their plan. He's part of the plan or someone like him. Okay. Everything they do and everything they teach that's weird stems from you shall be as gods or you're a little God saying that we have dominion. I mean, who has dominion? I thought it was Jesus, right? Um, taking, a, establishing the kingdom. I thought Jesus did that. Commanding well, angels. Um, what's that? Well, let's baptize Satan and make Babylon holy. Yeah, I, di I, <laughs> I didn't even hear that one. But every single thing about them, it really, it really comes down to believing that you're God and you can do what God can do. You can create things with your words. You can command angels. You can, you know, go into go up to heaven and and visit God. All, all these things, but especially the um. Their, their eschatology, which is they're going to take over the establish the kingdom. And I even have, I have, um, I have this one quote. So Johnny Enlow, which I haven't even made a video about him. I made a short, but he's one of the seven mountain guys, wrote a book about it and everything like that. I heard him saying that the end times already happened. The Antichrist already came. We're wait, we're, that's all, that's all in history. That's why everything's getting better. Okay. But he said, um, that that sounds like post-millennialism and that's yes that's i think that's really there i mean they kind of or all millennialism okay i don't that's, know like they 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 i think they change their depends on who they're talking to maybe because sometimes they will say it's the tribulation but you don't have to worry you know we're gonna take over and and we're gonna you know hand the kingdom to jesus and 
it, he even says, um, you will, uh, okay. Your they body, on, your body on earth will crush your enemies until they do so. Okay. He's talking, I'm sorry, I'm going to go back. This is God talking to, this is what he says. God says to Jesus, once you have purchased redemption for mankind, you will sit at my right hand. You will remain up here as the head and your body on earth will crush your enemies until they do so you are not going back to rescue rapture save or anything else your body in fact will not be a beautiful bride until she has accomplished this crushing of satan so the other thing is god's enemies are us okay in their perspective people who are not on board like rick joiner wrote a whole book about a civil war in the church where the good, the good Christians like them, they are anointed, they're going to have to kill the bad Christians that are demon-possessed like us that believe in the Bible. And this even goes back to like the 80s. There was people in the Kansas City prophets that were talking about slaughter and the, you know, like oh, they use Ezekiel, you know, where, where God says, um, Ezekiel 8, I don't know if you, if you remember mm -hmm. that part, but um, they use that as an example. Anyway, they have it. They have just like Barbara Marks Hubbard and the New Agers have a cleansing. They have a cleansing too, to get rid of the unbelievers, like we oh, the unbelievers. Clearly, the, the same army we see in Revelation that's coming right. out of the pit. Yeah, they're the Joel's army coming out of the pit, manifesting themselves. This and, and another thing that I just thought of i was listening to a guy that was explaining more of the externalization of the hierarchy and Dallas bailey and she had a thing about 2025 i think that the hierarchy is going to be externalized by 2025 or that's what she said um i usually but, like promote things that aren't christian but we've got a book on the network it's an audio book it, it's an english version of the um the uh, protocols of the learned of Zion, and it, you know, if you if you're listening to it, you know, from a research perspective, it will open your eyes to so much, and especially when it comes to uh, how the uh, old world order has to be destroyed for the new world right. order to rise. Right. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I won't interrupt you. No, that's okay. I think I was. Anyway, they they have a, an agenda to, just like the protocols, the Noahide stuff, and the New Age, and this this group too, which the gnarly. You know, they it's they've toned it down, and I don't think the average Joe or person that goes to one of these churches or even follows these prophets knows, but this is what they've written and taught, you know, and really? it's part of their doctrine. And I don't think they, they say it in code. They're almost like Alice Bailey. Cause they'll say things in a, in a code way. Like I was listening to this guy, Bobby Connor, and he was saying how we're going to take the kingdom. We're going to, we're going to um, possess the kingdom. And, you know, we'll have to drive some squatters off the land, you know? And I was like, Oh, squat! You're gonna drive squatters off the land. Like th that's basically what that that means. Cleanse the earth. You know, kill the kill the other people that don't believe. Well, and, you know, it's, it's just it's, it's just a package. 
I'm sorry. Uh, no, go ahead. You're fine. I was just saying you it's never crazy. hear say anything yeah. about uh, the Jews who uh, are all for cutting off the heads of Christians who. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't say that. <laughs> I say Jews. I say Jews. I mean uh, Zionist Jews. Yes. But it, that, that's the whole thing. You you can't you can't uh, you can't criticize. You can't talk about this or anything else. But they're the ones that bring the evil into the world. To that they believe they're going to bring the Messiah here. Um, that and that goes hand in hand with what Laura was talking about. That the um, you've got these these this the side two sides or whatever going at this, but they're they're bringing the evil they're doing the stuff the nar and all this but the exoteric and the esoteric it's the side that they want you to see and all this comes from babylonian mysticism but the secret societies and all that stuff has has promulgated and and propagated this even all the way through the churches and so it's the exoteric that they see they don't know about this other stuff that's the esoteric and they don't want the masses to see the esoteric that's only for us initiated and uh yeah. that's why all this stuff is you, you talk to uh, just a quote-unquote normal christian on the street they have no idea what we're even talking about and that's why they think yeah. we're nuts yeah i'm trying to get it to ac across somewhat to my family on different levels they're listening but most of the time it's like hey oh, you're negative for christians think i'm nuts so <laughs> yeah yeah me as well too actually i mean we're going to face more of it as you know things I'll go on you. i mean you're one of those who think i'm nuts no that's not true uh but we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna face we're gonna face it more and more as time goes on um, you know, we got to be bold and we got to be ready for it because, and if anybody's here, think, you know, listening, you know, to us on the remnant report, you know, you guys think that we're hard. If you still, you know, believe in Trump, you still think he's your guy or our guy or good for America, good for the world. You know, we're not saying this from a place of we're like pointing down at you going, ha, ha, ha. We know the truth and you don't. Okay. No. I voted for Trump in 2016. Okay, mm -hmm. and so you have to eat a lot of crow when you have to go, you know, when you're telling all your friends, this is the guy, I believe in him for years, you know, he's going to save America, he's going to make America great again, and you got to go back and you got to go, well, yeah, about that, I was wrong, and he's definitely not for America, and when, especially when you're talking to other Christians, yeah, and he might be the Antichrist, you know, yeah. and so people, people are like, you know, and so it's going it, to, it, you know, whether Trump is or isn't, it's, it's the delusion around Trump and, and the return of patriotism. When you have the mighty I am cult of Guy and Julie Ballard and the theosophists and how strong they were patriots and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, you know, yeah. and now Michael Flynn, yeah. Elizabeth Clare Prophet's prayer and, and Hank Kuhnman's church. You can go listen to both of them. They sound the exact same. Michael Flynn That's is no right. Christian. He's a Luciferian. He's a Satanist. Right. He's a theosophist. That's you right. got to realize 
that these people that this this guise of patriotism is satanic. Right. Now I'm not saying that you don't you know care for your fellow brothers and sisters of whatever country that you live in. Mm. Okay, but but we're Christians first, and you're a citizen of whatever country you live in second. Okay, right. and we got to realize that, and we got to understand that. And a lot of people are going to have to realize that they have built an idol of their patriotism of their country. That's right. And put it in front of God. That's which right. Which we are not supposed to do at all, period. Um, one last thing, I guess, real quick. See, hopefully I can find it. Um, this is from the epistle to Diogenetus uh, when he was giving a Christian, one of the first early uh, Christian apologetic works. I believe the third century, I believe so. Um, when he talks about Christians, he says, and I quote, um, where's it at? I'm gonna find it. Here we go. They spend time on upon the earth, but have their citizenship in heaven. They obey the appointed laws, and in their own lives they surpass the law. They love all people, and by all people are persecuted. They are unknown, and they are condemned. They are put to death, and they are made alive. They are poor and make many rich. They lack everything, and they have abundance in everything. They are dishonored, and their dishonor glorified. They are slandered, and they are vindicated. They are re re uh, reviled, and they give blessing. They are insulted, and they give honor. When doing good, they are punished as evildoers. When punished, they rejoice as having received life. They are warred upon the Jews as foreigners, and they're persecuted by the Greeks, and those who hate them are not able to state the reason for their enmity. So again, and I quote, they live in their own countries. Okay, here we go. They live in their own countries, but as aliens. They share in everything as citizens and endure everything as foreigners. Every foreign country is their country, and every, foreign, every country is foreign. Okay. They spend time upon the earth, but they have their citizenship in heaven. Okay. So again, we're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world. Okay. And sure. so we are, I am a, I am a citizen of the United States of America, but ultimately I am a citizen of God's kingdom. Right. He said, my kingdom is not of this world. Why can't, why can't Christians get that? I, I don't get it. But. I don't know because they want peace and safety. They call for peace and safety. And yeah. what do they cry out for peace and safety? They cry yeah. out to the Antichrist. That's right. That's right. We've gotten too comfortable like fatty calves in this in this country. That's right. And God's judgment's gonna come upon us. I think it's already it's already here. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, um, thank you all so much for coming on tonight and um I know how long we've been going, but I'm still sorry that we have to end. I, I'd love to go for another two hours if I could, but um, I'm going to have to go ahead and end tonight's episode. But before we do, I was supposed to do something at the beginning and I forgot. So I want to go ahead and do it now. I usually like to open in prayer anyway, but um, I'm going to, close us in prayer before we close out the episode and um while we do um i'm going to uh pray for uh brother jeremy and felicia and sister felicia stone dear heavenly father 
thank you so much for allowing us to come together tonight and do this program. I thank you so much for allowing each one of my brothers and sisters to come on and talk about this important subject with me. Lord, I pray that you would please touch both Jeremy and Felicia and heal them according to your will. And I ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Guys and ladies, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the Remnant Report and for the Remnant Report by their fruits and the Kingdom Productions Network. Until next time, thank you all for joining us. Good night.